A stubborn inflation fails to phase the markets. Hey, Peter Navarro here with this week's market wrap for the week ending March 1st, 2024. The S&P 500 had another up week, breaching 5,100. Propelled by the AI revolution, nothing seems to phase this market, even bad news on the inflation front. The biggest bad news came out on Thursday when the Federal Reserve's favorite gauge of inflation, the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, came out at its fastest pace in four months. The PCE index rose 0.3% above expectations. The more important core PCE rate, at least when it comes to the Fed setting interest rates, strips out food and energy prices. It rose even faster at 0.4% marking the largest increase in a year. Lightning quick digression. Economists usually strip out food and energy prices on the assumption of volatility, and that usually such prices fall back down. Not such a great assumption when you are on a low income trying to buy gas to get to work and food for your family, but that is the skinny. The spike in the PC was not a particularly big surprise, so there was not much of a market reaction. Both consumer and wholesale prices that feed into the PCE index were up sharply last month. But the big overriding debate here, of course, is about how quickly the Federal Reserve might begin to start cutting interest rates. The Fed's benchmark short-term interest rate still stands at its peak of 5.5%. Right now, a majority of market sentiment has the Fed rate-cutting bonanza starting in June, with another two rate cuts likely by the end of the year. Yet, if inflation remains persistent, do not bet on that, said New York Fed President John Williams. Yeah, we still have a long ways to go on the journey to sustain 2% inflation, (laughs) you think? In not unrelated news, this week's report on home prices showed prices up in more than half of the biggest 20 metropolitan areas in the country. Even as demand has been suppressed by higher mortgage rates, mortgage rates rose to a six-week high at the end of January, the lack of housing supply is to blame for these persistently upward-moving home prices. Particularly if you are a millennial thinking about trying to get into your first home, this home price upward trajectory is frightening. Just in the last 12 months alone, prices rose about 6% in 20 major U.S. metropolitan areas. My old stomping ground of San Diego posted the biggest hike at almost a whopping 9%. Where home prices go, rent prices must inevitably follow. My biggest laugh of the week was when Elon Musk sued the leader of the artificial intelligence revolution, OpenAI, for putting profits over people in a breach of the original vision of the company. Memo to Elon, when you bring back your Tesla production from Shanghai, I will believe you are more concerned about humanity and blue-collar American workers than profits. As the backstory, OpenAI's founder and director Sam Altman had recruited Musk, or at least Elon's money, to join the company in 2015. Musk insists that at the time he entered into a founding agreement that clearly stipulated the company would indeed exist for the benefit of humanity. Musk bailed on the company in 2018 and now is actively pursuing his own AI venture. It's unclear whether Musk's own AI starship seeks profits either directly or indirectly by funneling AI capabilities into other Musk ventures like Tesla and SpaceX.
If so, the cynical interpretation of this seemingly white knight lawsuit is that Elon Musk is simply trying to use lawfare in the court system to slow down Microsoft, which is using OpenAI's engines to spring ahead of the competition. Stay tuned. Finally, two economic indicator reports are worth noting here. After six months of an upward trajectory, consumer confidence fell to 106.7. It was a wild miss to the downside as economists had the gauge hitting 115. Teaching point. Economists pay attention to consumer confidence because when confidence starts to fall, consumers will tend to reduce their spending, and this will ripple through to slower growth. As another indicator, the trade deficit spiked yet again and again and again. Well, Wall Street likes to tout whenever exports increase. The reality is that the trade deficit represents a subtraction rather than addition from U.S. growth. The more we are able to produce in America, as we tried to do in the Trump administration, the stronger and more resilient our economy will and should be. All right, that's it for this week. Watch your wallet. Watch your back. Peter Navarro, out. Be sure and check out the Substack at peternavarro.substack.com. That's peternavarro.substack.com. Every week we've got all things Trump 2024 election, communist China's aggression, and of course, our Friday market wrap. Take care. He's written for the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and now he's writing for you. At peternavarro.substack.com, get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. Look around and tell me what you see Every day, more people in the street Said I used to work in a factory Right now, I don't work for anything
his college degree He dreamed of running a factory Now he's back home living with mom again Cause there's no bright future for a working man like him Thank you.